Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Heard Radio, where we are hanging on and realizing differences. While creating a safe place for Black and queer people. Hey, y'all. Hey, on. So, day we are back. It's we're, We are back. It's another week. It is another day. And we have something very special for y'all today. Yes, we do. So we have a guest today um, by the name of Mel Keith, y'all. He's a rapper. He does makeup. He is in this game just killing it. So everyone, welcome Mel Keith. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey. So, um, So how are you? I'm good. I can't complain. If you complain, no one cares anyway. So <laughs> I, I know that's right. So um welcome to the show, y'all. Welcome to the show, Mel Keith. Um Thank you. Back, backstory, y'all. Um, I've known Mel Keith probably for about, I would say about three years now. Yeah, like I, three or four. Three or four years. I met him. We had a mutual friend I met him through. I think it's the first time I met you was at a party. Mm-hmm. And Mel, Mel Keith came in just <laughs> this big statuette with this outfit on. I was like, you know what? That's my type of person. And ever since then, Mel Keith has been really cool. And I've just seen, I feel like I've just seen him throughout the years, you know, maneuvered through like the music game and how he moved from our home state to Atlanta now. And yes, so you can go ahead and tell the people, you know, more what you do. Um, so I've been rapping for two years now. I just dropped, uh, well, I shouldn't say I just dropped, but I dropped um, my first EP this year. It's called Mel Caso. Um, it's like super, super dope. I wanted to show people like versatility and like I could rap, but still like have fun and stuff. Um, and then I've been on a couple of shows out here in Atlanta. I can't say yet because they haven't aired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I just, I'm starting to do makeup, Melted by Mel Co. Um, I'm coming out with a clothing, well, I rebranded my clothing line. So that'll be dropping soon as well. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. It's funny because I actually listened to your EP when you dropped it. My favorite song on there is Fuck the Others. That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite because if, like, I love the song um, Down for My Nick. Like, I love that song. So when you remixed it, I said, oh, yeah, he gave he gave us girls what we, we needed to be given, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to hop into these question ons that we have for you. Okay. So you already told us about yourself and what you do. So, one, how was your move from Detroit to Atlanta? Um, it was it was smooth actually. Like, so I moved May third, but I but in the month of May, I was back and forth. I was back and forth, and then June, that's when I got settled in. So, like, um, I had when I first moved out here, I moved in with my cousin. Um, are y'all ready for the story? Go ahead. Go all the way into it. No, go into it. Go into it. Okay. I am because this is my first time ever like opening up and like talking about like this story. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had moved in with my cousin. We, um, I moved in from like June to the ending of July. And the ending of June, we got into it. So she was like, well, this isn't going to work. I think you should go back home to Detroit. 
Um, but I'm gonna let you stay the whole June. And she just kept texting me. She's like, it's so sad because I really wanted you to shine out here and da-da-da. So I text her, I said, girl, I'm not gonna go home, but I'm just not gonna be here. So I was about to go to a homeless shelter because I was like, I know if I go back to Detroit, it's, I'm going to have to start all over. Like, So I'm like, fuck it. I'm about to just put my little suitcases in storage and go stay at a homeless shelter. But one day I just went over to my friend's house and like I was venting to him. But well, he started venting to me and then I was just like, well, shit, let me tell you about my problems. Um, and then he was like, oh, I had told him like, well, shit, I'm about to stay at a fucking homeless shelter for like 90 days and then just see what happens or whatever. And he was like, no, like you can come stay with me. Like you didn't think to ask to stay with me. I don't like putting my problems on people because I'm grown at the end of the day. Like yeah. I'm just, I'd rather just deal with deal with it. Yeah. Um, you know, so um I had stayed with him for three months and then like now I've been in my own place for two months and I'm happy or whatever so yeah that's like been a whole like move and yeah it was a lot but I didn't give up like I'm I'm proud of you see it's just so funny because I I follow you you know we follow each other on Instagram mm -hmm. and I didn't know that like I didn't know that you was going back and forth with your cousin I didn't know that you mm -hmm. was about to go stay in the home like and I think we were talking about that like a couple episodes ago on our podcast about how like social media is for show and how we think we get on social media and we see the people that we close with or even people we don't even know we think they live in this good life or like we all portray this good life on social media but deep down we are going through something in our personal lives exactly that's why so, I like even like with celebrities and stuff, I just feel like, like last night I performed at Saucy Santana listening party, you know, mm -hmm. and, but I was working <laughs> because it was at the club that I work at. So it was like, I was his server, but I was also, you know, granted the opportunity to perform there. But it's like, he's just regular too. Like shit, he in a club drinking, sweating. Like a lot of people have to understand like being a rapper, being on social media, even if you're just going to a regular job, it's st you still have to do your fucking job no matter what you're going through personally. So mm -hmm. um, uh, you can go into an IHOP and the server is all happy and joyful, but when they leave out that door, you don't know what's going on, you know? So a lot of people be like, well, they're on social media lying. Like, everybody, you don't have to put your personal life on social media. Like, you don't have to, you know? But I'm not, I'm not no fake-ass bitch. So if somebody asks me, like, I'm not scared to open up about my my story because even with me staying with my friend I was still homeless like you know mm -hmm. but now I'm not so it ain't nothing a, a bitch can say or throw up in my face and that's what a lot of people gotta understand too if you real with yourself nothing can phase you like it's one thing being real with others but when you real with yourself like a bitch ain't got no tea on me so I don't care I, I'm, I'm not, that's right so um oh go ahead there you can ask the next question go ahead um, the next question is, how is it being a gay rapper? Um, it's cool. It comes with its challenges um, because, you know, they want to compare you to everybody, like, and, and stuff like that. And I'll even open up about the story last night because it's still so fresh. Like, one of the promoters at the club was not trying to let me perform mm -hmm. because they was like, well, we think Santana don't have a problem we think he's he's gonna have a problem and you were supposed to like perform at 12 45 because he got there at one and so we're not we probably not gonna let you perform but the owner of the club was like no like y'all gotta let male perform like you know y'all asked him to do it y'all gotta let him perform he was going off but i'm being i'm 
being I'm just for the sake of the show. <laughs> you know, but he was like, uh-uh, like y'all got him messed up. You know, y'all got Mel messed up. Like Mel work here, Mel here every Tuesday night. Um, you know, promoting y'all pride nights, everything like you know, let him do it or whatever. So, you know, they let me do it. Santana didn't have no problem. Like he showed me love and everything, posting me. Um, but it's just so crazy because it's like they do be trying to put people against each other because it's like me in the back switching out of my work clothes to go and try to fucking perform and it's like okay y'all ain't gonna let me perform because it's Santana like you know and then in my head I'm thinking like okay this probably Santana telling them this so this probably the whole time it was just them thinking that he was gonna have a problem and he didn't even have um, an issue so being a gay rapper is fun um and I think Santana I think Little Nas X Kid Ken Deli both because they are knocking down doors and and stuff so it's like y'all can see that we really are real rappers like not every gay rapper want to be like Nicki Minaj not every gay rapper wants to be like you know Santana or the other names that I've named you know but it's been cool it's it's been cool it has its ups and downs but it's been cool you know what that's so crazy because I feel like a lot of times they try to especially with us they always try to pin us as gay black men against each other just because mm-hmm. of the fact of just being gay black men and like I if you, like you went to school with other like you know gay black men I didn't because mm-hmm. I was but you probably <laughs> sometimes it probably did feel like somebody like one person it was like somebody got to be brain supreme but it's just like no we are all we can all live in this world happily exactly. on one accord like nobody has to be the queen nobody has to be lesser so that I, I feel you on that on like always trying to pin somebody but like even they do that with black women in the work in the mm-hmm. workplace so it's just like they always trying to put us against each other because they know that once we come together like i'm telling you like if all the gay rappers hopped on an album together he they know they would eat otf and them people up no shade to otf and look his crew and i'm just saying y'all y- y'all gonna eat them up so exactly but the next question would be um like not like name like two challenges that you face so far um like just in life or I would say you can do life and career-wise okay so life of course being homeless because it was like I never been in a position like that and I did I was just like oh my god like I was penny pitching I was like I'm being I'm being just open and honest like I was feeling out of stories because I was like oh my gosh because I was on this show like a very popular show and like I had to get off of it because I did not want to get vaccinated and it was like well if you're not vaccinated then you can't come back so it was like damn I started going into my savings and then I was just penny pinching stealing from stores and stuff like to make sure that I could eat because I'm like I said I'm fucking grown ain't no my friend already giving me a roof over my head like my friend ain't gotta feed me too so um that was like definitely a challenge but I overcame and then career-wise well shit me leaving me not wanting to get vaccinated and me leaving that show because it was it was good paying and I was having fun and stuff but I'm just I've never had COVID thank God for Jesus and I know it's a second strand coming around or whatever but hopefully I don't get it um I don't want it (laughs) but yeah, that was definitely a challenge. Like me working on that show and then like being saying like, if you don't get vaccinated, you cannot come back. So, so this is so like the show that you were on. Are you still like contractually obligated not to talk about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all off the air. 
or I can tell y'all, but y'all y'all would have to cut it yeah. out. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, like, we can't we blast. call it like the um after recording in progress over. We talk yeah. our shit. After. Yeah. Okay. If, okay. We say yeah, okay. a lot of times we be like when after recording in progress is over, then that's when we can get into the nitty gritty. But yeah. um, so are you on two shows or just one? Um, one one show, one show. Oh, that was the previous show that you was on. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Now you can ask the next question. Um, so the next question is, can you tell us like a little bit more about your EP that, that you put out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. So, um, basically with the EP Mel Castle, how I got the name, um, was I was an English teacher back at home and I will always be wearing like my berets and he'd be like, oh my gosh, like you're, an, you're an artist, you're an artist, Mr. Mel, you're an artist. So I'm like, <laughs> I just be like, yep, I am. They be asking me to draw shit. I don't know how to draw. Um, so I'd be like, no, let's color. Like, you know, but um, <laughs> I do not know how to draw for real. But I'm like, I am an artist because I do rap or whatever. And then I was like, hmm, I'm like Picasso. Like, you know, he like famous for his paintings and stuff. And then I put mail in front of a lot of stuff. So like, um, sometimes I'd be saying like, I moved to Atlanta and made it Mel Atlanta, um, you know, y'all stay in Mel, Michigan, like, uh, Mel Troy, like, I just, Mel Troy. Mel. okay. Like I just told my friends like Mary, Mary Mel Miss, like, you know, I always put Mel in front of stuff. So I was like, I'm like, what about Mel Caso? So, um, my two best friends, um, Brandon and Jaden, we had had a breakfast meeting or whatever and I was going over the names and he was like no nah, Mel Caso is it like Mel Caso is it so like on Mel Caso I feel like with like the order that I put the songs in it's like you get the rap then in the middle you get the fun like you got the legs to the moon and I'm, I'm talking about me losing my virginity um to somebody I was with for three years um and stuff and then it's like at the end you get like time like you know I don't got no time to waste I just told Kai that like I don't have no time to waste like my time is precious you know um but yeah like I feel like Mel Castle is for everybody it's not just for gay people like a a straight dude can listen to it a straight female can listen to it like it's literally a song on there for everybody so you can be like oh my gosh if you take away sexuality you can really be like okay like this some shit I can relate to you know yeah that's why I was like, oh, I loved it. I, I was like, when I was listening to it, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. And I also love your single Hoochie Anthem. I, okay, I love that. I love the Hoochie Anthem. I love that. One. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what's a few? What are the projects that you have out so far? So, Mel Caso is the only project that I have out so far, and then I have some singles like Hoochie Anthem, um, Mean Gossip. Um, and then other projects, I have my documentary. I don't know if y'all watched my documentary before y'all came and interviewed me. Um, oh my God, I didn't know you had a documentary. I gotta uh-huh, go watch yeah. that. I, I did not know you had a documentary. Yep. Yeah, so part one, I did part one of the documentary it was the making a meal, um, Casso and stuff. And then part two is going to be out before the end of this year. Um, and then I can give y'all a little exclusive Hoochie Anthem will be having a remix um with the video song oh we love a remix okay so 
I got some dope artists on there. I just cannot wait for it to be like done with and everything, but that's coming um, soon. And then what other projects? I got music videos and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so that's like pretty much all my projects that's out right now. All right. Go ahead, uh, The next question is, where do you see yourself in the next four to five years? Um... I just want to say successful, um, whether it's just financial stability or, you know, shit, just successful in what I'm doing, uh, like my career paths and my mama, my mama don't even work, but <laughs> to where she doesn't have to work at all, doesn't have to worry about bills or anything. And like, I can just take care of her. Like, that's where I want to be. And maybe, maybe a kid or two, because I want twins, so. Only mm-hmm. one and done. <laughs> cause you, cause you have a twin, so. No, I don't. I don't. We people, we are, people but always people say think, that. Yeah, people think that we're, that we're twins. I'm, I'm older, but. Okay, so you, y'all older? How old? Are, how old are you? How older are you than than your brother? Um, two years. Oh my yeah, gosh, I, was, I don't know why. I always just thought y'all was twins. That we was twins, yeah. I'm, and I'm then like, I remember one time you was like, we not twins. And you said on Instagram, like, we not twins. And I was like, are you not twins? And I was like, okay. yeah, I thought they were twins. <laughs> yeah, we used to like, back in the day, we used to be like, oh, yeah, we twins. Like, or we dress alike and stuff. Sometimes we still do dress alike. But... Yeah, and then I think that's what it is too. Like, sometimes y'all be dressing alike. So I'm like, the twins, you know. Yeah, no, we could be though. It's passable. <laughs> so how so the next question was um so like the last guest we had on here um my, my homegirl nay she worked with the city girls mm-hmm. and she's a dancer so she's down in Atlanta she's a dancer she worked with city girls and quail scrub the ground video and okay. so how was it working with saucy um it was cool like um he was super super nice i probably know who booked her uh to work on the script the ground video um but it was it was super it was cool he was cool like he wasn't like hollywood acting or anything like i i like santana because he is genuinely him like you get what i'm saying like the nails the being ghetto the like all of that like i loved it because that's like shit, I'm a hood bitch, you know. People might think like, oh my gosh, like now so this and so that, but no, I'm really like a little hood bitch, like that, like to have fun and just go out and drink and stuff. So it was just nice that he was showing me love and wasn't being like stuck up or you know, like he was better than somebody. Like I hate people like that, but that was not him at all. Like it was like super, super cool. So yes, yeah. The next question is, do you have any new projects on the way? Um, yeah, I do. Though, I'm going to drop, um, I can't say too much. I'll tell y'all when we get off here. Not too much, <laughs> not too much. So, but I do have some projects coming. I do have some projects coming. I have a lot of stuff lined up. I shall say that. That's good. So is there anybody like, like, let's say, like, right now in this moment, is there anybody that you want to collab with? Like, you can name, like, two to three people, like, you really want to collab with. Um, honestly, Side Baby. I don't know if y'all know who Side Baby is. I know a lot of people are like, who? Um, he, he is popular for the song Pull Up With A Stick, Let It Hit. But I don't know. Y'all, okay. y'all, y'all, yeah. Pull Up With A so, Stick. 
Let it hit, yeah. He like super popular for that song, but it's so many other songs that he just like. I'm like that's one of my favorite rappers. Like I love him to death. And of course, if I could, Nicki Minaj, duh, that's Queen, and Little Uzi. Like I love um Little Uzi. And then I don't know if y'all listen to Hyper Pop, but like this is somebody I really really want to collab with. His name is That Kid. I literally love him. I love Hyper Pop like so fucking much. So familiar. Yeah, that's that's I gotta look them. I that name sounds so familiar. That kid sounds so familiar. Yes, like listen to him. He did like and when I when I found that kid, like when I was listening to the hyper pop, it wasn't I was just listening to it. I did not know who was um rapping or singing or just anything. And then when I had such them up, I'm like, this is a black boy doing this, like you know, white music, because that's what they say. But I'm like, oh my. And gosh, like I was really blown away. So that's why I want to work with him, like, because he blew me away. So those are like four artists I want to work with. I'm like, okay, that's good. All right. So um, go ahead, Dad. I was about to say, you can go ahead, then I was going to ask the other one. Okay. So the question was, how could you, okay, not how could you? I'm going to speak now. This is where from where we are now, because when we on this podcast, we speak with a sense of optimism. So mm-hmm. we don't ever be like if or, you know, we don't we not we not should have could have would us. So when you become a big world when renowned rapper, what are the mm-hmm. things that you want to change in the industry? Um, Just giving more people opportunity like. I feel like a lot of people get on and don't want to, you know, give other people opportunity. Like me, when I do make it, I'm going to like, I'm gonna make sure that everybody is okay. And I'm not just saying like paying off everybody bills or what's the name, but like employing people. Like, you know, I'm gonna go get a fucking social media manager, but that's like, of color like somebody that's you know been doing it that's been putting that work in um and then just also uplifting other artists like um another artist that i love her name is trina we know trina the baddest bitch she hops on a lot of people um songs you know she definitely do so i would just i would do the same thing like just giving people a co-sign like this little small thing, just to make people feel like better because it's not easy being an independent artist or just even an upcoming artist in general because you go yeah. perform at these places, they don't know your songs. Like, so you got to win them over with personality and just deliverance and all of that. So that's what I would do to make the industry better. Just employ more people that need it and just give a lot of people the co-sign that they need. Yes. So from where you are now in your career, as far as like what you have done and you're still um, accomplishing, what can you give somebody advice that's younger than you that's trying to, you know, come up in the game or, you know, just trying to be who they want to be? Um, Number one, always be yourself, because when you're yourself, you don't really have to make up lies or keep up a lie so that's number one just be yourself because a lot of people just love me and I'm popular because I'm just me like it's not no act it's not none of that um number two never give up when shit get hard please do not give up 
just talk to God if you are religious. If you're not, I don't know. Just but don't give up. Like, don't give up. Keep going. <laughs> like, talk honestly. to who you believe in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> talk to who you believe. In. Okay. Because if you don't believe in God, I don't know. But don't give up. Like, honestly. But um, that those are my advice. Just be yourself and don't give up and put in the hard work and and just be genuine and don't be shysty. Do not be shysty. No matter how good a deal is or something, or you gotta backstab somebody, don't be shysty because it's still gonna come. It's gonna always come back on you. Neely says you never win when you are dirty. Okay, (laughs) never win when you are dirty. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. The next question is. Do you do you want to sign a record deal? Um, I would if it's right. Like, if I could still, you know, just be myself and not people trying to come in and control me and, and stuff like that. Because it's like when you're doing so much on your own and people come with a record deal, it's like you got to come with it. Because I've been doing this on my own and I've been getting this far on my own. Like, what the hell are you going to bring to the table? Because I'm already the table. So are you bringing another table? Are you just bringing in chairs? Are you bringing a feast? Like, you know, so I would sign the record deal, but it would just have to be on my terms. Like, everything just yeah. me. I'm not signing no 360s. I'm not. I don't need no ghostwriter. I don't need none of that. Like, because they be trying to do that and, and change you up and stuff, like. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people, they say, like, when they when they get these record deals or when they're about to sign, honestly, like, and I'm looking over it or whatever, and I be looking at this stuff, and a lot of times it's money when it comes down to record deals, because you, as you know, as being an independent artist, when you shooting music videos, studio time, that's coming out of your pocket, but when mm-hmm. you got these record deals, they're going to pay for your music videos, they're going to pay for your studio time, but it's also other stipulations that come with that, that package, come with exactly. so I understand where you're coming from, because like, too, like with podcasting, you can sign deals with other podcast streaming platforms, I'm not, we're not about to sign no deal with nobody and they want to screw us over. You got to censor this. You can't do this. You can't do that. But mm-hmm. we're going to we gonna give y'all money. We're going to make sure everything is set. But it's just like, no, who who wants that? Like when your brand and your authenticity, when your authenticity is being lost because of, mm-hmm. you know, some money or whatever. Exactly. So it's like, never, like, I don't, I'm just too, I think my mom for raising me to have like, I don't give a fuck attitude and just always be yourself and who cares who judge you because it's like with me, y'all cannot bullshit me. Like nobody can bullshit me like ever. So yeah, I don't give a fuck what, I don't care if I was piss poor or fucking broke. Um, I don't give a fuck you. No, like I'm going to still be me. I'm going to be me at the end of the day. So. Okay. You got another, you got, you got to go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Um, I think we're going into topics now. That was awesome. okay. All right. So go ahead and today introduce the first topic. Introduce the first topic. Um, we kind of like got off because you know we usually do youngie getting it first and then we showed the okay. We gonna do we gonna do this. We gonna do do introduce youngie getting it because I forgot. I we just skipped over that segment. We just hopped right on into the key. <laughs> so basically, youngie getting it is where we talk about. Anything that happens during the week that, you know, you just young and getting it, whatever, you know, has just been popping in your life or that's just not been popping, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so 
You want to? We start? gonna go first. I go first, and then they gonna go, and then you can, and you know. So my young okay. it this week was how was this week? This week was the emotion was. I'm trying to think from last week Wednesday. It's been it's this this shit been moving fast like life been moving fast like it's just trying to learn how to pick up the ball and move with it because one thing about life life does not wait for you it carries on so I think like the emotion was just like feeling like antsy but also too like I told you Dave and now you y'all know that as listeners know um, I'm unemployed uh, willingly, not, you know, not unwillingly, but willingly mm-hmm. I'm unemployed because I'm moving out of state. I'm moving, I'm in my own apartment. So I just wanted to take a leave of absence before I moved because I didn't want to be moving and then still be working. And then my mind is, my mind don't work like that. I mess around crashing down the corner somewhere because I didn't work myself to death. So mm-hmm. I think this week was really good for me because it was just like, like I got to really digress. Like, I ain't have to wake up at seven or six o'clock in the morning to go to work and make the white man's money. And then it's just like God has really been doing his work because when the last Thursday and Friday, some money popped up in my account, some some heavy chunks of change, but I didn't even know where this even came from. But I, I didn't I didn't question it. I didn't say, what is this? I just took it and I put it right into that savings where all the rest of my yeah. So this week has actually been good. I so that's my young in getting it. Okay. Um, my young and getting it is this week I've been really learning patience. Um, a lot of my friends and you know people around me have been getting acceptance letters, and I'm just you know a little nervous and scared because I only got one so far. Um, one that's not a part of my top three, so I'm trying to be like okay. Uh, they're gonna get it you know it's the holiday break so we're just gonna wait till January you know but I'm just you know trying to learn patience because this shit is really hard and nerve-wracking like if you bitches don't want me in just tell me no okay. <laughs> <laughs> really over it but yeah that's my young getting it for this week okay period you you don't get it and if you don't don't get discouraged honestly because It'll be a whole bunch of no's. Um, and then when you get that yes, it's like, okay. It only take one yes. That's what a lot of people got to understand. Like, you don't want a whole bunch of yeses because then now you got to be making the decisions. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, so don't get discouraged, you know. And patience is the key to life. So just sit and wait it out. And God got a plan. That's right. Um, my young and getting it was performing at Saucy Santana's. Um, album album listening party like it was just it was really fun i went through the fucking trials and the tribulations but it was honestly it was honestly fun and i i enjoyed myself and like um like i just be saying i think god just got me because the way that we get our sections um in the club is our manager she put she write down the section names like on a piece of paper and she shake it up Right, she shake oh. it up, she shake it up, she shake it up. So when I pulled, I was the third to pull. 
I pulled and when I opened it up, it said stage. So I'm like, dang, I got the whole stage. Like, and she had told us like Santana gonna be on the stage. I'm like, bro, that's God. So when I got stage, all the girls was like, we were hoping that you got stage. Like we were, we was hoping, like, even if you didn't get it, like we would have would have switched it out, like with you, like we was hoping you got stage. But I'm like, God just got me. Like, but that, that's my young and getting it for the week. Yes, because I when I seen that you were when you posted, I seen that you was posting that you was um like performing at his listening his I'm listening party. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so great! It's just so funny because I like I said like with all my friends like that like we grown we get we're getting grown mm-hmm. and we, we grown we we grown but like we, we still we moving through this yeah. life and changes and I'm seeing y'all like with my homegirl Nay she worked for Sheen she did she did a model for, for Sheen she was dancing with Sweetie. Now she doing um she was in where well, she danced for City Girls. Now she got flew in to LA last week because she doing she got another gig book. And I was when I seen you performing for Sausage, so I, I was like, we like I'll be trying to say we say ting 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 because we just I was just like I, I was just so happy. I'm like this is really good because it's just like we we young black and we getting it because. Mm-hmm. Literally. We are we are literally our ancestors' dreams, okay? Because okay, literally. So the first topic, well, the, the topic. This is the last thing we're gonna talk about. We're gonna switch gears. The topic we're gonna talk about is dating, okay? Oh and my gosh. <laughs> so the topic we're going to talk about is dating. Now, last week we talked about dating. We talked about like the challenges of dating as a gay black man, uh-huh. and so we kind of talked about how like. Um, being like being not being attracted to openly gay men or being attracted to openly gay men, DL culture, um, mm-hmm. dating men, um, the type of men that you're attracted to. So this week we're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about how we date now and the people that have affected us. Um, okay. So a couple weeks ago, I see this TikTok of this boy. I forgot his name. But he, one of the, my favorite TikTokers, Real Progressive, he be talking. He was talking about how we are a mosaic of people in our lives. So, and I was thinking about it, and I sat back and I thought, and I was like, wow. And I was, and you know how a lot of times. Is it Tyreek Ali? No, it wasn't Tyreek Ali. It wasn't Tyreek Ali. I got to find him. I got to find, I think I, I got to find him. But he was talking about how we are a mosaic of people, of different people that we met in our life, and how literally one person could almost change something in your life like Mm -hmm. he said he was dating his he was dating his little white boy and he was obsessed with ariana grande he said so Mm -hmm. when him and him when him and the little white boy broke up all he listened to was ariana grande he said now he in love with ariana grande he's ariana grande my wife like i want to get married to ariana grande and i was sitting there thinking like dang when me and big x that's my so okay big x so big big x here we have code names. So big X is two people. So we got the first, the first X and then the second X. So we talk, so when we say big X, we kind of they be know which X I'm talking about. But yeah. um I don't think Mel Keith, I'm trying to the one I popped out with like two summers ago when I had short hair, he was light skinned. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Don't say too much. You are giving away skin. <laughs> Don't do too much. Yeah, but he was obsessed with Summer Walker. Like he loved Summer Walker. So when me and him broke up, like 
I fell in love with Summer Walker. And like, now I love Summer. Like, I'd be blasting Summer. And before him, I didn't like Summer Walker. Like, I didn't really, not, I'm going to be real with y'all. I did not like Summer Walker when I first listened, when I, for when she first came yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm not going to say that I don't like her because I don't know her to like her. But I only like, like, a song by her, which is Potential. She's talented, but I just, like, this is, uh, and a lot of people would be like, oh, man, like, you know, because they be wanting you to hop on a trend so bad. And I'm not just saying that she mm-hmm. is a trend, but when I, well, I'm going through a breakup right now. But um, when I do go to breakup songs, I'm sorry, I'm not turning on Summer Walker. I'm not turning on SZA. Like, baby, I'm turning on some K. Michelle. I'm turning on some <laughs> Like, but for real, because K. Michelle be talking. Or or if I'm feeling like, I'm going to turn on some Trina. Like, because Trina be talking that shit too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm turning on. I'm going to Fantasia. I'm going to them. I'm not. I, <laughs> like, I don't know. Summer Walker just don't. I don't know. She just don't do it for me, but she does it for other people. I'm kind of her, you know? So, um, so yes. Yeah, so, that's what we're going to talk about is dating and how we are a mosaic of different people in our lives. So, <laughs> I want to y'all to both think about two people in y'all lives that y'all have dated, talked to, messed with, whatever, and think about how they have dramatically changed you so i'm gonna give y'all like two minutes to think on these people and how they changed your life i'm about to grab my one <laughs> well child i only got one i don't need to think it's the time of day um, let me see I, I don't know ain't nobody dramatically changed me though like maybe. Okay, let's not let's not say dramatically like yeah. little just like I um, little stuff. We can yeah. say little stuff. Okay. So I'm a, I go first because I got mine already locked and loaded. And then while I talk, y'all can think. Okay. So the current guy that I talk to now, codenamed CB Bay, um, he is he's very mature. So a lot of times I notice myself that. When I get up, well, I, I've been doing this for the longest. We've talked about this, but this is stemmed from childhood trauma. I'm in therapy. I'm working on it. Well, y'all scouts, don't worry about me. So a lot of the times I talk about how when I get upset, I turn into Candace Dealer Bassett Jr. And I just go there. Like I go, I, because like I, like I was telling Day and the last, like a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how growing up, I grew up with my dad. He remarried and he had other children. So Mm -hmm. then I had step siblings. So my step siblings, they would then try to play with me. Mm -hmm. And so I had to show them who was top dog. And I had to show them that this tongue is like a snake and it's going to bite you. You're not going to like it. So Mm -hmm. I carried that tendency from childhood into my adulthood, to young adulthood. And and it it, it, it don't help. And a lot of times um, people do start with me because I don't never just go out of my way just trying to start with people. But like when people start with me, like we were talking about a couple episodes ago on Thanksgiving, somebody tried me at Thanksgiving and I ripped them a new one and I had the whole house in shambles. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> I think um, it was I was already like that. But when I started dating Big X, the first one, we had a very volatile relationship. Okay. So we used to go below the belt, like, and I think what we what we used to do is 
it was always a game of like, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hit you first before you hit me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like when I be talking to CV Band, when me and him get into it, we don't get into arguments. Like we don't argue because he don't like to argue. Like we have conversations. So, but when we kind of get a little heated, I just like dish out an insult and I just take it there. And he'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that ain't, that's not, that's not called for. Like you could have left that at home. So I think that's something I carry on with me. And like, it just heightened it with um with time so it was just like childhood trauma mixed with that and then how mm-hmm. me and him was like n- horrible for each other we was just not good and how that mixed up together and it's just like now this is why i act the way i act in like personal life family platonic relationships romantic relationships and it don't help so that would be like my first one is like going there um the second one is that when i like someone i take my time to get to know them mm-hmm. um I never want to be in a relationship or talking to somebody or whatever you want to call it. And I feel like I'm taking, 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 and I'm not giving nothing to you because I've been in situations where I, where somebody has just took, 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 took from me. And I'm like, dang, like, wait, you're not going to pour the same thing you just took from me back into me. Like, you're not going to restore me. You're not going to help me. So I think that when I pay attention to those things, I subconsciously kind of do the things that I pay attention to. And I kind of like take on a things and I listen and I observe. I'm very observant. And one thing about me, I write stuff down too. So once I notice it, I write it down. Like they know each, every guy I have talked to, like seriously, in my phone, I got a notes with their name. And I have like, in this log of like things they don't like, things that like weaknesses, strengths. And like, I got paragraphs when I was mad, upset, angry, sad. So like, I think I take when when I'm I take things from them and I basically kind of put them into myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, so those are my two. Okay. You want to go or I can go? Uh, you can go. Okay. You supposed uh, to go. I was being no, no, no. They supposed to go. They supposed to go. See, they don't like to. They don't like to be put on the spot. They be liking to go last. So whenever I do stuff in here, I go first because I know they be like, I want to go first. You know, like I just be trying to think because you know, like I said last episode, my life is like a mystery box. You will not be able to solve it. So like I'm just sitting here trying to word certain things because you know, last episode, some people told me like, damn, you really confused me, bitch. What? You just to confuse it. Yeah, because you told the, you told the <laughs> niggas you said I like niggas with kids, and then you said if the kids over five, don't bring them over here. Like, which one is oh. it? You want this? You want the nigga with kids, or you don't want the nigga with kids? <laughs> See, yeah. So like, don't try to figure me out. But um, I think other than the relationship I'm in now, quotation marks, because that nigga in a relationship, not me. Big, the big last papa. one, <laughs> girl, that is not his name. <laughs> That's his. Well, no, his nickname. We first started out with Mister Cuff on, but when we found <laughs> out what he packing in in the in the bank account and in the age, I said, "Oh, that's big pop on." <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so my first real relationship that me and him actually came out together publicly. And I think this is kind of why I like the people that I like, because once we were dating, but we were undercover dating. So I think our, to me, our relationship was better when nobody knew about it. Mm-hmm. Us, because once we came out together, I think I came out first. And then I think like a week or two later, he came out. So after I came, after he came out, child, 
he became the motherfucking top of the motherfucking school, bitch. And I know y'all know about the niggas who think they all that and then all the little sugarfoots come and running after him after they know who mm-hmm. he is. But that wasn't the deal breaker for me. The deal breaker for me was getting somebody pregnant while we were together. So that's why when people ask me, well, why don't you date or why don't you talk to openly gay men? Well, when I did, the person who I thought I was in love with got a bitch pregnant. So I would rather for him to get her pregnant while we were undercover, because then it'd be like, okay, it's not, it's going to waste me time of people, the uh, embarrassment, first of all, too, bitch, you playing with my motherfucking heart, you said you wanted to be with me, but you out with this bitch, it was just saved me a lot, so like, you know, like the people who I like, because the niggas who, to me, the niggas who are undercover know what they want. That's all you're going to get from them. And you know what to expect from them. But when a nigga who's openly gay or whatever, and you only supposed to, well, to me, like, niggas still ain't shit whether they gay, straight, or whatever. But mm-hmm. with him doing that whole having a baby and being, like, just fucking around, that shit just blew my fucking mind. Like, I was sick, literally sick after that shit. I just could not take that shit. No, I feel you. It's, it's a lot. It's it's like, dang. Like, you just... We just did all of this for what, you know? Yeah, like, we could have literally stayed where we was at for you to do all this shit. And don't get me wrong, like, I knew, like, he still liked the girls more than guys or whatever. But for us to do this whole, like, have that long, I'm telling y'all, we had, like, a three-day long-ass conversation about, like, mm-hmm. the whole process, what we're going to do. And after we come out, we, you know, we're going to be the baddest couple or whatever, wooty wooty woo And then it didn't even last a fucking month of us being who we was for you to go buck around crazy, so. That day, I never knew that. <laughs> I never so I see why you said what you said last episode about like you be trying to like you tend to steer clear of like openly gay men. I I see why. That's you know that's dramatic, right? That's a dramatic change. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic change. He said, hey, but you don't want a Dion boy neither. Like I like I, well, I mean I know I don't. I don't. I'm not nobody's secret, you know, but. It's it's difference from being like private and being a secret. See, I never. Are you okay with being a secret? I never got like secret vibes. Never because, um, his cousins knew before. Like we all came before we Mm -hmm. came. Some of his close family members knew. Of course, you know, close friends, best friend, and wooty woo and same vice versa. So when I'm dealing with who I'm dealing with now, I never get like, oh, it's a secret type vibe because. They they know and like the people around them kind of know, but they don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it's like not the ahead. public knowing, not the public knowing. Yeah, and that's I'm a private person. I don't like people my business, bitch. Because mm-hmm. on your business, they tend to like tiptoe too much, and then that's when you have the backhand of hoe on her mouth. That's mm-hmm. what I, like, you know. Yeah, I definitely I get where you're coming from because. Like I was in a relationship with yeah for three years and don't nobody know who I was with. Well, I mean, if you do the math and if you are smart, then you will know. 
Is yeah. it? I think I know. Yeah, you know. We. Oh, I know. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know. I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say. Yeah, you so, definitely know. Yeah, yeah I just okay. So yeah, how was that? What? So I want. I want to ask. I want to ask. I want to ask a broad question, not like a. Yeah. So how was that breakup for you? Because three years is a long time. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, well, what what I can say is, you know, this is not my first breakup. Um, but I haven't like I haven't cried. I haven't none of like literally. Um even when I do go through breakups, I really don't cry. It was one breakup that I was crying. I cried for a day. I looked at myself. I cried for a day. I said, okay, I'll get one day Damn, to cry. Damn, I got to be like call, you. If they don't call me within that day, then they don't care. So what, what are you crying for? So I looked at myself in the mirror and I was crying. And I was like, bitch, you look a fucking mess. Like, that's what I literally said to myself. And I started laughing at myself. Like, you really crying over somebody? Like, nobody got control of your emotions. Like, you need to get it together, you know? I'm going to start telling myself that. Because I'm a cry, baby. I cry. I, I Cry yeah, I have. I cry, cry, I, I cry about something um, every damn day. I just, what's the name? Like, I guess I can say my dramatic change was that, like, not crying and then just throwing myself into work because it's like, okay, now I got to boss up on this nigga. Now I got to show him, like, you know, like that. That's how it is for me. So it's like, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because it's like, I guess I'm suppressing my feelings, but I'm getting my feelings out by just working, by being around other people. You know, um, I've been broken up for two months now. Well, yeah, two months. Two, what was last month? No, it's been a month. Ooh, about to go on two months. But um, you know, I have dated. I have like went on like little dates and stuff but it's just like i'm not dating like for nothing serious like you can tell a like, guy i'm just dating for experience yeah. like because i don't have a lot of experience within mm-hmm. dating like just dating around and, and stuff like that and it's okay to explore your options and you know and it's okay to talk to multiple people as long as you're not stringing nobody along or you know want to cut everybody off then you will be okay like so and just and multiple people does not make you a hoe. It don't even make you a hoochie, because I'm a hoochie, but it doesn't even it doesn't make you a hoe or nothing. Like people need to understand a hoe is somebody that's being paid for sex. These bitches fucking for free, that's not no hoe. <laughs> Cause a hoe gonna get their money. So I don't know what that is. That's a dummy, if you ask me. But um, you know, as long as you're not, you know, in around and doing it, even if you are fucking around, just make sure that it's safely. Cause who cares? Like we're grown. People are horny, you know. But I've been celibate right. since July. That was the last time like I had sex because I was just going through my depression and, and stuff like that. And that was like, well, well, his cause of leaving was my um depression was negative uh towards him and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, you know, I'm still going through depression, like right now you know and it has messed with my confidence it has done a lot of things but it's like it's still not gonna stop me from being like what the fuck out of me because at the end of the day i gotta wake up and it's reality like bitch bills still gotta get paid bitch you still gotta eat bitch you still got a motherfucking dream that you're chasing like you know so um what you just saying that you in therapy it just makes me want to go talk to a therapist you know because yeah just- we advocate for therapy on this podcast because i'm telling you like it's something about with your therapist like you can tell her anything like i we heard my, my therapist name is natasha but we call her what we call her day tashi poo i call her tashi poo 
and it's just like I could tell her anything and like you know like because when you tell your friends certain stuff you tell them certain stuff that you want to know and mm-hmm. then you leave out details know with Tasha you tell I tell Tasha do everything like yeah uh-huh because I lied about this and then I did this and this is why I did mm-hmm. that and it's just like and it's like no judgment like she don't be judging. Yeah. They here to help you. They here to like, okay, so you lied about this, so this is why you did this, and boom, boom, this is what you do to fix it, boom, boom. And it's just like, well, mm-hmm. my therapist, I'm so thankful, is that like, she quick on her toes. So I can say one thing, I rant for like 30 minutes straight, and then she be like, okay, you said boom, 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 and then this is a direct cause of boom, 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 so this is what you need to do when you do boom, 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 and this is the step you need to do. And she be like, go ahead, do it. Next week, earn a session, let me know how I go. And I be like, Tasha, yeah. you, you did that. So, okay. um, so I be like, and it's so funny because I be telling people anytime I'm like, they want a therapist, I, I, I link you with my therapist, but Tasha be booked. I ain't got no appointment until two weeks from now. I I be seeing her every week and I be getting in. It's like, she like a celebrity so a celebrity therapist or something like <laughs> i'll be trying to get in with her i can never get in with her i'd be having to book my shit in, in advance so i'd be telling mm-hmm. people like i love her but i will i also tell people to go to like betterhealth.com mm-hmm. um that's strictly online but if you want to like because she's here in michigan so i can go in and see her or i could be on a computer and see her mm-hmm. um, i find her on psychology today psychology today you could pick i put black um i put black christian and lgbtqia friendly mm-hmm. um and then i just went from that list there and i found her and it sent a little description but um yeah so we i say you want to go talk to somebody go talk to somebody use your insurance boom do it also mm-hmm. i was going to say so you said the cause of the, the the cause of the breakup was depression uh mm-hmm. That was the question I was on his end. On his, on his. So, what did you think? What was your end? What was you thinking? Um, I shit. I was thinking like uh, because I was engaged, so I was thinking like, damn, like, well, wait, what y'all about? was engaged? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my. Other... So you said y'all was together for three years, right? Yeah, got engaged. So, in... so y'all were were y'all secret or private? Um, private. It wasn't no secret. It was just private. Okay. I'm gonna say because I'm like it's been a couple times that y'all and like took some pics together. Uh huh. But I mean, <laughs> but but I think but we knew though like we knew yeah we, like the people that's close to me is going to know like the people that know me is going to know but it's just like I could just be doing some like I'm a rapper I could have anybody like. I'm gonna take a picture with anybody, and then they be like, "Oh, okay." Like, like even my friend Beyonce, they they thought that me and him was dating, and I'm like, "No, like this is just my friend." Like, you know, but hmm, yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what did you say? Say it again. Uh huh. Yeah. It wasn't That's- like. <laughs> It wasn't like fly. It wasn't like I'm gonna tell y'all when we get off air how how everything went. But yeah, all right. Um, but I feel like on my end, I'm like, damn, okay, like, cause if the, I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, if the shoe on the other foot, like, I would have been there. I'm thinking that it's it's gonna be the same, like, for me, you know, like, okay, like, you know, like, I got you. But it was just tough love. It was just, it really wasn't like. No sympathy, no, like, okay, like, let me hug you, let me hold you, let me, you know, it, re- it wasn't none of that, so. It's so crazy because, uh, it's so crazy because, like, he wasn't meant for you anyway, because when you get married, when you get married under the law and before God, you say, 
for better or for worse. Okay. So the fact that you dip out on the worst, and this not no, this not this is not a bad worst because a lot of y'all be thinking when they say for better or for worse, y'all be thinking cheating. No, you can get divorced. You somebody will cheat on you, and you get divorced. It's in the Bible. You can get divorced if a man cheat on you. It's in the Bible. You can. But like for worse, it's just like if you're going through mental stuff, you're going through yes. shit, like that. You need to be there, like for better or for worse. But you want to dip oh. out because I'm going through something mentally that you can't control. Okay. And I think people don't uh, understand that with mental health. It's like, I can't control this. Like, I can't no, control it. Like, you wake up, like, you wake up, you don't have control of your emotions. Some, some days you wake up happy as hell. Some, some days you wake up just pissed at the world. Like, this morning I woke up and I was just pissed. And it's like, I just had this amazing night last night. You get what I'm saying? And I woke up this morning and I was pissed and don't even know what I'm pissed about. And then, like, I went to Walmart and I started shopping and I got happy. Like, so... It's like, it's just, your emotions just be all over the place and you just never know what nobody going through. So like, that's why I just be trying to be kind to everybody that I, uh, what's the name, but shit, it doesn't, me, like, I'm, I always tell people I'm never going to change my character as much as it did hurt me that somebody that I was like, that, that I freaking loved so much like, let me, because of that, I'm still not going to change my character because you can be changing your character. I hate when people like, okay, say you do something for somebody and then like you ask somebody to do something for you and they be like, no, well, no, well, this. And then you be all mad, like, well, I ain't doing shit for nobody else. And I'm not, I hate when people do that. Just because somebody told you no, still do for other people because God going to bless you. You can be blocking your blessings by, by saying no to somebody else because somebody else said no to you. Or like, I don't know. I'm just never going to change my character. I don't care how much somebody motherfucking hurt me. I'm not going to change my character. I'm not going, I'm not doing that. I'm not turning into no negative Nancy or nothing like that. That's all I was saying. Like people, I ain't nobody really uh dramatically changed me because it's like I always go into every relationship with that mindset and a lot of people gotta understand you have to still love on yourself and be yourself outside of a uh, outside of a relationship because I'm the type of bitch I don't want to go everywhere you and your friends go I don't even want to be friends with your friends because they're really ops because they're gonna let you go and do whatever you you want to do and not tell you nothing and sit and smile on your face. And sometimes you got to be careful with the mamas too. Um, but it's shit. You met his mama? Yeah. Yeah. You meet the whole people. You was there around three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm not talking, I'm not talking about her. I love her nearly and dearly, like uh-huh. nearly and dearly. But, um, but yeah, so it's just like, you just have to still be you. You know, I'm the type of bitch. Go out, babe. Go have fun. Be safe. Shit, tell your hoes to be safer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's this one little guy that I kind of like, but I've, um, oh, like, yeah. I like him. But, you know, he's been going through stuff in his life. So it's like, I kind of just, you know, he going through stuff. I'm going through stuff. Like, I kind of want to, like, get over my depression, just get my confidence back a little bit more. And, um, you know, and then take things there. But. You yeah, know, that's just, right now I'm just dating for experience, dating for the fun of it. Um, yeah. and yeah, like that that's just that's my whole take on dating. Oh, I got one more take on dating and I smile. My take on dating is guys, it is okay for and I'm gonna say it like this first, it's okay for a bottom. <laughs> 
to treat a top and it's okay for a top to you know to treat your bottom of course like these these a lot of a lot of these what like, you mean treat you mean like gifts yeah like like, pay, like gifts you know flowers like oh, okay I, well i mean, you mean another way sometimes i like to make my niggas feel like my bitch like yeah nigga. of course you know like, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like, like you know I, eat off his plate on the first date to establish dominance yeah like, like i like to like you know like let me you know like let me trick off on you a little bit like let me show you because like with the dude that i was with it was like i was you know like buying stuff and doing stuff and he wasn't used to that because it's like okay you got a name you you know you used to leeching ass bitches but it's like you got with a boss like you with a boss now i don't gotta you know you you don't gotta do nothing you don't gotta worry about nothing like i'm gonna boss you up i'm gonna make sure that we we both good you know and even um like the little date that i went on um it was nice it was a picnic date it was like so it was like super super nice and um you know, he was like, I just never had nobody buy me flowers and I never, you know, like, I'm like, well, this, like, get used to it. Like, if you don't want me get fucking used to it because used to you're it. Not nobody broke or like I, like I said, with, with the record labels and all of that, like I am the table baby. So you, you, you know, when you're fucking with a table, bring something to it. The silverware, the cups, the, the whole fucking nine. You get what I'm saying? So that's my thing on dating like tops be open to your bottoms you know treating you and bottoms be open to treating tops like y'all can pay for dates and shit too like that's me I, yeah, I my love language like one of my love languages is like giving giving and getting gifts like i love to mm-hmm. give and get a gift. so it's just like uh when i was like big x the first big x like he wasn't used to that either he was used to people you know leeching off of him Mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah, like, if we go somewhere, and then, like, two, like, me, like, if I ask you out, like, hey, you want to do this, I'm almost like you pay. And then, like, two, exactly. like, when I, when I go out with my friends, like, they and I, like, when we went to North for my birthday, like, one night, I pay. One night, somebody else pay. One night, they, like, mm-hmm. we all. So, it's just, like, I don't never... I, and I also, too, I don't like when people throw stuff up in my face either. It's just like, and then I you ain't gonna read. I hate that with a passion. That just happens to me. I can't wait. So, what we say, who the fuck of the week or whoever. I <laughs> the fucking story. Because I'm ready for that. But, so, yeah. But no, I, I hate that as well. And then it's just like, you know, to go back to my breakup, I, I, I did that too, my ex. Like, I did that. Like, I would, I had came home drunk. I'm going to tell y'all the whole story, like, once we get off air, it's so embarrassing, but I'll tell y'all, like, this was the bit. I had came home, like, like I was drunk and, like, was mad, and I just got to throwing up the things that I did for him, you know, or whatever, and then, like, I didn't remember the night. Like, I did not remember the night because that's how drunk I was. Um, And then, like, the next day when he was telling me, and I was just like, damn, like, I said that, like, yeah. What, what you what you did you throw up like materialistic things or maybe I threw up everything. <laughs> sometimes okay, I think sometimes and I did not mean to do that, but it's just I like mean to do it because I think sometimes people deserve it to be some people because some people are leeches. So it's mm-hmm. just like after all all the things I have done for you, it's like you're gonna go ahead and do this. Now it's different if it's mutual, but but I don't know. Like, cause now seeing the way this your situation is, I, I, I'm glad you threw up everything you, you did. <laughs> because I'm telling you, I'm the belly of the ball when it comes to clapback. I just be like, 
And like my cousin, my cousin and my my brother, that's who I was before I had came onto the podcast. That's who I was um I was mm-hmm. talking to them and they was like, Well, what you gonna be talking about? What you I said, I don't know. I don't I honestly don't know. I'm like my friend asked me to come on, like I don't know. And they was uh but we was talking about my ex or whatever. And they would just always be telling me, like, I'm just so proud of you. I'm proud that you finally like stood up for yourself and like you did what you did. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I wish I didn't because that's not me, but in a sense, like I'm I'm happy that I did you know because I think a lot of times it's hard to walk away from a situation where you know Mm -hmm. it's not benefiting you but it's like you got that much love in your heart for this person yeah and it's like I I see something broke I just want to heal it like oh you got that tendency you got that yeah you want to fix it like I want to fix it and like I be wanting to fix everybody's problems so I don't have to deal with my fucking own So that's okay, yeah. You go because when you go, when you go to people, they ain't gonna tell you that you like to take on other people's emotional baggage. I forgot what the syndrome is called, like because you like to heal other people because you don't want to be, you don't feel like dealing with your stuff. So you're like, I better just go heal other people and make other people feel good. Okay. But um, so would you call yourself a people pleaser? Um, I don't know because what is you? I don't know. Elaborate on people pleaser because I'm just ain't pleasing on any and everybody. <laughs> not everybody but like people you oh, okay well people i love i'm gonna make sure that they're okay you know like i am i'm gonna act, you need something you okay experience. Um, okay i would say a people please an example of people please would be like let's say like you was talking to a dude right it's a good mm-hmm. example you talking to a dude you just got off from work you work like a 12-hour shift you tired you want to go to bed he texted you and says, I want to come see you. Can I please come see you? Can I, like, can I, like, he's asked, like, can I please come see you? Can I please mm-hmm. come see you? And you kind of like, eh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just got off work. I'm tired. And he's like, but I really want to come see you. Can I come see you? Can I please come see you? Blah, blah, blah. And then you just finally give in mm-hmm. and do it because of the fact that, like, he really want to see you. That would be an example um, of people pleasing. Well, if it's a nigga that I like, <laughs> but that's different too. Like, cause if this nigga that yeah, you like, you going to always. Ain't, ain't no, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Ain't no random nigga just coming over here to motherfucking lay up because I pay my own goddamn bills. So you ain't just about to be coming over here to lay up. But if it's a little nigga I like, yeah, but you gonna get you. I'm going to sleep on you. So shit, are you gonna see? You want to see me? You gonna see me goddamn sleep because I'm goddamn tired. And if you don't want me tired and you don't want me working, then take on the bill so I don't have to work a twelve hour shift. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's not more. So I'm not pleasing. like a people pleaser. Like okay. everybody just can't run over over on me and, and shit. Like I know when to be like, okay, like okay, I do like helping people. I do like like even when I moved out here. Um, it was my homegirl. I was trying. Well, we ain't we ain't cool no more. But her beef is her is on her because I don't got no beef for nobody. But um. You know, I seen that she was a single mom. She really couldn't afford her baby to go to school. So I'm like, all right, girl, I, I, um, you know, I'll watch your baby for you. So I was watching her baby for her. And, you know, that was just another place to lay my head while I was homeless. So I'd be back and forth from her house to my other friend's house. And I'm like, um, you know, I was watching her baby for her and stuff. And then it came on to the point to where, um, 
she had me watching her other friend, uh, baby, which became my friend. But then they started, like, it was like one time I couldn't watch her friend, baby. Her friend had caught an attitude with me. And I had told her, I said, girl, look, I value my relationships and I like to nip, nip stuff in the bud, like, real easy, you know? So I'm just not going to watch your baby no more. because Was, that, was she paying you? No, they. I was just do. I was do. I was doing it free willingly, so they can go to work and go make some money. You get what I'm saying? That's how good of a person I am. So I'm like, it was easy for me to nip it in the bud for her because it's like you, really, the friend, really not doing nothing. My friend was letting me like lay my head there or whatever. You know, sometimes when I just wanted to give my friend his a long time. So it's like, I'm like, okay. But then one night I had um. One night I had went out and she thought that I was going to be back like all early. Like, girl, what if I was never coming the fuck back to your house? You know, and mm-hmm. um, she was like, uh, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to lock Ava in the house so you can just go to your other friend house or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, okay, that's cool. Girl, I didn't get to my, I got to my friend house at like seven in the morning because when I'd be outside, I'd be outside. So it was like seven, eight in the morning. When I got there, my friend was woke. So we was just talking. I look up, I'm like, damn, we didn't talk. It's one, it's one in the afternoon and I ain't been asleep. So I went to sleep. I guess she went to work at like six or something, but I'm asleep. I woke up at like eight. I'm like, oh, snap, girl. Like, I didn't even see that she was calling me, you know, yada, yada, yada. So she had an attitude. So I'm like, well, girl, I'm just going to come get my little uh, bag that I had left over there. And I'm just, we're going to talk. And like, I had talked to her. I'm like, I don't want to watch the baby no more. Like, because I don't even want to, like, I don't want people feeling like I'm letting them down or like you obligated or, or just anything. Because, baby, I'm doing you a favor. You know, you able to go work. Baby, I'm not working. You get what I'm saying? I'm not, not like, y'all knew, they knew I just had stopped being at, at, on that show. Like, so it's like, I'm not working, I'm not doing nothing, but you're not even trying to be like, okay, Mel, you, shit, here go $5 to give, but it's okay, but I'm doing better than all of them, so. Because they know, I don't, they, I don't like kids. So I love kids. I love kids. If it was on fire. I love kids. I've been a nanny since I was in like ninth grade. Oh my, oh, so you like kids. Yeah, I like kids. I, I like kids. Shit, kids worse than adults, but I like them though because they real. I'll tell you if something look a mess or something. I remember one time, <laughs> one time one of my babies I was nanny and I had some uh, I had some brown uh, lipstick on and I just thought I was so. They was like, Mm-mm, change that. You already got on dark colors. You already wearing dark colors. You don't need to wear the brown. I said, oh. <laughs> Okay. I think okay. they're color palette. I love that. Okay, I changed it. I changed it. I said, okay. All right. But yeah. Come on. So. But y'all, okay. So we're going to get into the, go ahead, the last segment of the show, Dak. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> Wait, child. It's um, what I heard on the curb. Oh, what's, okay, what, what's the, what, are, what are our words on the curb? What is the word on the curb? Let me go to the DM. So just explain. Word on the curb is when some hot exclusive tea just drop. And usually in the media, it takes things about three to four business days, three to four days for it to really hit and really hit. Because like uh-huh. what we did was they need to cut our check. 
So we talked about the Danny Leah and the, the baby situation before it really got crazy. And I was like, crazy. you know what? Yeah. Everybody run us a check. I need to check from Shade Room, Neighborhood Talk. I need to check. I need to when check. When I tell y'all, oh my God, when we get off this recording and I tell y'all some, some tea that I had already was knowing, and I'm like, damn, I don't even want to say nothing. We had <laughs> already, we was already predicting it. We had already said it, and then boom, it happened. I said, yeah, we need to check. Mm-hmm. So what are our word on the curbs, then? Well, actually, this word on the curve this week has two parts. One is, well, they're both about Tristan Thompson. One, there's a alleged another baby mom who's coming to the light. Wait, so remember last week we said it was another woman that came out. So it's another woman? Yeah, so I think what that brings up to like three or four. We had three women now because it was the first baby mama that came out, the trainer. Then it was another one. And then now you said it's another one. So it's three babies. Allegedly, we always say allegedly and the part two is that Chloe she banned him from the Christmas events at the Kardashians house this year but word on the curb is they got footage of him actually being there so she's portraying to us like yeah she's done with it but babe we all know girl <laughs> and like we said last week and everybody is saying the reason why Chloe is taking this mess from him because she know he a deadbeat daddy. A lot of y'all don't know that Tristan has another, a whole son. A lot of people don't know that. Because that's older than that's older. Is, I don't even really care for the Kardashians. I mean, they are great businessmen. Don't get me wrong. I don't really care for them. Um, so I don't be like following their stories or whatever, but I'm not, like, Chloe then, then took a couple of people, men or back back door, a few people. So it's just like karma. Karma is just out to get you. So that's why you're doing all of this because you don't want to 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 feel embarrassed or or maybe if I don't I honestly don't know. But like I said, you do some grimy shit, it's gonna come back. So don't be being grimy. Like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the word on the curb for the people. Mm-hmm. Yes, child. Okay, you ready? Get it together. That's all. Get it together. That's it. Like, take care of your kids. Not financially, but emotionally. At the end of the day, when kids are involved, don't shit us matter. Don't don't Chloe. Don't none of the mamas that's coming forward. Don't don't, the kids. That's all that. That's all that matters. At the end of the day, once kids are involved, that's all that matters because kids are innocent. You grown ass motherfuckers knew what the fuck y'all was doing. What the fuck was going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, like at the end of the day, y'all knew what game y'all was playing. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how the media try to flip it or whatever. Y'all knew what was going on. Going on. Maybe the Kardashians, they be knowing. Okay. Yeah, y'all definitely know. Y'all definitely, y'all definitely fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know her mama, oh, Chris is a great businesswoman too. Great. I want her ass to be my motherfucking manager. <laughs> she took that I sex tape and made them all do Ever was my oh bitch, I'm out of there. Stop playing. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just feel like Tristan just needs to focus on the kids. They need to focus on the kids, not really focus on Tristan. It's not really, he's a nobody. Like I, I didn't even know who the fuck he was until this whole debacle transpired some years ago. So yep. it's like he's a fucking nobody. He's not even that cute. With them bags under his eyes. Basketball. He needs to be basketballing. 
Yeah, that's what he needs to be playing. Be kids and it'll be okay. Like y'all, that ain't nobody to fucking fight over. He's not even all of that. Like he's. I'm not gonna say like he ugly or anything. I might have just called him ugly a minute ago, but that's because of his spirit. Whatever. Yeah, like. the spirit is ugly. That's what makes him ugly. Like that. It doesn't make me look at you like, oh my god, you're so fine. But he's a nice looking guy, but just basic looking. Like it's a whole bunch of other niggas that look like him. If y'all want to go argue over somebody. But yeah, that's my take on the word on the goddamn curve. That's my advice to them. Worry about them kids and worry about yourself and boss up on Tristan and shit. The mamas don't need to be arguing. Y'all got kids, they siblings. Let them kids see they fucking siblings. That's that. Yes. Okay, Day. <clears throat> you ready, Day? Yes, I am. Can I get a B? A B, you get your B, you get your B. Can I get a U? You, yeah, you, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Bump of the week. Yeah. Broke, ugly, and miserable. So this Bump is the segment, the- Bump of the Week. So this is, we, we we nominate somebody. Welcome to Bump of the Week Court. Welcome to the courthouse. I am Judge Kyra Morgan. We have Judge, we have Judge Day, and we have Judge Mel Keith here. And we are here to sentence y'all today. So you have displayed... Each characteristic of broke, ugly, and miserable. So, I know you got your bum. Go ahead, Mel. Okay, so you got your bum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I've been waiting to tell this story. But okay, I don't. What can we call him? We gonna call him light skin. Okay. We just gonna call him light skin because I don't want to. I don't even wanna. But okay, so light skin was basically supposed to be my backup dancer for last night um, and my performance or whatever. So I thank light skin for making my mix. Um, and you know, like I guess he had a bad knee or whatever. But my thing is, I don't know when you need bad or when you need good because you're being your close friends dancing on it. And, you know, so I'm like, I'm like, well, can you just please dance? Because I already had one dancer, which was my friend Hector. I'm like, come on. I'm like, ooh, I, I didn't say the name, but um, Hector. I'm that's like, your friend, I'm, so you good. Yeah, you that's good. my friend. But yeah. I don't be trying to say people's names no fucking way. But, you know, um, my friend, I'm like, like, you know, so I'm like, can you just please do it? Can you just please do it? At first, he kept telling me no. But then I was like, come on, like, please. Like, I'll make sure that you get to the club. I'll make sure that you get some drinks. Like, please, because because like a lot of people don't don't know um when I moved out here and I was performing I was performing at all straight clubs like all straight bars like so I'm like this my first gay performance is in one of the biggest like LGBTQ plus artists like I'm like come on and then plus I'm trying to put you on too because it's like he gonna see you dancing you're a fucking TikToker like a lot of people don't like these songs and stuff be going viral because they be paying these TikTokers to do dances to make the, the song go viral. So I'm like, a lot of people don't know that. That's how that's how people are pushing singles now, you know. But um, but yeah. So I'm like, so we. He was like, okay, yeah, like I'm gonna do it, yada yada yada. I'm like, bet. So I had went to the mall the day before my performance, and I'm like, um. I'm, I'm texting in the group chat. I'm like, well, okay. I'm like, do y'all wear crop tops? Because I was still trying to figure out my outfit. I knew my bottoms, but I did not know my top. 
So I'm like, um, I'm like, y'all wear y'all wear crop tops, and then um, my friend was like, I wear crop tops for you. Light skin was like, no, I don't. I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna buy some plain white shirts. Y'all wear, y'all wear um, jeans, and then I buy some Santa hats or whatever. So then my friend was like, no, that ain't gonna work because that don't even go with your whole hoochie aesthetic, yada yada yada. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm trying to be on some, you know, like some quick. Fast up. So I was like, okay, well, y'all think of a y'all think of some bottoms, and then I'm just gonna start looking for red tops and sending y'all a whole bunch of pictures of the red tops. Now the mall closed in an hour. I'm trying to find their fucking outfit before I have, I find my top. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just like, so I'm like, okay, I text light skin. I'm like, well, what size do you wear? Do you wear a large, a large or a medium? He like not texting me so i'm like hello like okay like the fuck uh the moth in the clothes like i'm i'm a, i'm a running back and forth from forever 21 to h&m the route 21 to this store to a boutique to the like so i'm just like okay i call a bitch you and you see me texting you because as soon as i called you to say connect me so i'm like okay what size shirt do you wear he like i wear a large so i'm like all right so then he was like, well, I don't really think that I'm going to do it. I really, the day before this, you quit. I'm mean, the day before. He like, I don't think I want to do it. I don't think I want to. I hung up the fucking phone. Because <laughs> I'm just, I don't got, I don't got no time. My patience is very thin now. I hang up the motherfucking phone. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, fuck it now. So I did lot to make him feel a little bad. Cause I'm like, fuck it. I didn't left them all, but I did. Cause bitch, I still had to find my motherfucking shirt. The show still got to go. Motherfucker, go on. Bitch. Uh, so he calling me. Going, he like, well, okay, now I'm going to do it since you're going to be pissed at me. I'm like, no, you good. I'm not about to force you to do shit that you don't want to do or you don't have to fucking do because I'm not about to sit up here and be. So I'm like, I'm like, you good. So he kept calling me, kept calling me. I'm hanging, I'm literally hitting the X, like stop calling me. So then he like, well, you can't really be mad at me because I made a whole, and then he's saying this in a group chat with my friend. So he like, you can't really be mad at me because I made a whole mix and made up a whole dance for you. One, me or my friend don't even know the dance. So you made it up for you goddamn self. Two, you trying to throw what you did for me. So I was like, okay, well, how much is the mix? Because I'm going to pay you for your time. Time in all caps because bitch, this is what you, you're wasting my time. So he like, no, I'm I'm not trying to be no burden. I, um, it's free or whatever. I said, baby, let me tell you. I said this is why I don't like this is why I don't like bitches. I mean, I don't like to ask bitches to do stuff for me because you gonna sit up here and talk about the mix that you made for me, but you ain't gonna talk about how I was gonna make sure that you got drinks the whole night. How I was gonna make sure that you got to race my club and make sure you got there. Like, you ain't gonna talk about that, though. Like, you just gonna, gonna make it seem like, bitch, I'm just a taker and not a giver. Like, baby, this was a, a give and a give situation. You know, so um, then he was like, well, you can't be mad because I told you from jump that I didn't want to do it. I was like, well, why didn't you just stick to your first good? So I'm like, well, you can just stop texting me. I'm just done messing with you. Like, you can just stop texting me. Like, I'm good. So he uh, he like, well, I still love and support you. I still fuck with you. I said, I don't love, I don't support you. I don't fuck with you. Just stop. Like, cause you, I don't need it no more. Like I don't need it. And like the, like the little friend group that I am in, maybe saying like some of the people like in the group are groupies of me, but I'm just like, if you're going to be an opportunist, learn how to take a fucking opportunity. Like you see how I say, God, I'm one of God's favorite child. I, can, I, I, I swear I am because 
it just all came full circle. I'm dancing right there in front of Santana. I'm serving his section. You get what I'm saying? My friends that came out to see me got pictures with him. They poured shots in their their fucking mouth. They got posted on his story. You get what I'm saying? You missed all of that because of what? You want to say your knee bad, but you would go fuck on a bad knee. That'd be you my thing. on a bad when I'm a real, And that's why I be saying I don't be liking to work with people because I do turn into a bitch. You know, like Kyron, I know I was being a little bitchy because I'm like, damn, y'all got me sitting up here waiting eight minutes. You get what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I'm getting a little mad because I can, I can do something with that motherfucking eight minutes. You know, like I, I become a bitch because it's like I'm I'm trying to get up here. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. that I'm not, I ain't better than nobody, but I'm trying to get up here and I need y'all to be up here with me. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So it's like everything that I do is on my motherfucking own. It's my out, out of my own money, out of my own pocket. I don't have no machine behind me. I don't have nothing, you know? So it, it's just me. So it's like my time is fucking precious. Like I want to fill my time up to the point to where I don't have no time for, for nothing, but just me and my motherfucking businesses and me working, you know? But I always try to put somebody like on or up or whatever. That's why I will, I will come back on y'all podcast a million and one times if y'all want me to because I like it. It's a it's a vibe. You get what I'm saying? Kai, I trust you enough for me not even to know what I'm about to come on here and talk about, but I'm coming out here and talking. You get what I'm saying? So long story short, it just pissed me off or whatever. The other people in the group was trying to get him to still come. I said, I will hope the fuck not y'all don't do that because that's gonna that's gonna piss me off even more. This bitch don't get the um no. The fits no. Like all bets are off. You don't get to come in, you don't get to no, you don't get to do that. Like, no, because if you fucked with me, you wouldn't have quit on me the day before when I'm trying to help y'all motherfucking ass out. But like I said, you don't, you don't, you talking about you don't want to dance on a bad knee or everything, just feeling this or feeling that, baby. Like I said, but you gonna go fuck on the bad knee. Let that sink in, y'all. You ain't gonna dance on the bad knee. And I don't know if y'all know who FK Twigs is. And the reason that I, I know this story and, and stuff, and I know FK Twigs is because of my little brother. He's obsessed with her. She had had surgery, bleeding out her stomach and everything. Two days before her surgery, I think it was Apple. She was doing something with Apple. They wanted her to do it. Guess what the fuck she went and did? She went and did it, bleeding out of her stomach and every fucking thing. She went and danced her ass off for the Apple commercial. That is fucking dedication. You get what I'm saying? Like, when I was doing my Milk Keith Mondays, it was a Monday. I had double pneumonia. I still got the fuck up and I still motherfucking recorded. I probably couldn't give it all, but I gave it enough. And I was super, super sick. That be my thing. I can't fuck with no bitches who don't got that drive and that, that dedication. So that's why that bitch is the bum of the year. <laughs> Not just the week, the fucking year. He is sentenced to prison, maximum security, <laughs> like, with no parole. Like, so she's so she's it's like, that shit just, it just really pissed me off. And then he takes me like, good luck. Like, don't takes me fucking good luck. Like, I'm, when I tell yeah. you, I'm not... Like I already said, I put I put in my close friends. I said I want new friends. I want people that's you know into fashion, that's into business, and, and all of that because I don't want to talk about boys all day. It's draining. Fuck no. Day. I don't want to talk about boys all day. I don't want to just 
I do like to party and go out and have fun, but I work at a club, so it's like I go out every fucking night. But if I do want, if I do go out, I'm passing on my business cards. I'm making it business related. You know, the bitches that I'm going out with, they laughing, but they don't understand. Like this is the grind that I'm on. Somebody gonna know who I am. I don't even give a fuck if you don't got a business at all, bitch. You go listen to my music. Go stream my music. Go because one little stream, baby, that's the money. You get what I'm saying, like. So I just told people like a lot of bitches is getting scratched off the friends list and it's going to be on the associates list. So period. I'm just treating bitches like I ain't never met him a day in my life. Like, hi, hello, hi, bye. And just keeping it pushing. I'm focused. Like I came, I moved from Detroit out here to be motherfucking focused. It wasn't to make no friends. It wasn't to, it's for me to tunnel fucking vision for me. I love it. Reached my end goal, so they move out there just because of the fucking year story. Because that bitch is a motherfucking bum. It's me the fuck off. Like, Dave, who your bum of the week? (laughs) Uh, My bum of the week this week is Summer Walker. Um, I'm kind of tired of the whole London, you and your baby situation. Stop bringing it to us. We don't give a fuck no more. It was cute while it lasted. Um, let's go to the court. Let's put his ass on child support. He's making money off you. Let's get the money back. I'm tired <laughs> of keeping in the blogs. I'm tired of you keep tweeting about it. Don't send her over there. You said that's why stepdads are stepdads of the year or they're real dads. Use that nigga who's leeching off you as well. So um, that's... <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I was the name, though. I, I feel it. Like, um, in my group chat, somebody had sent, like, London. Like, I guess he was at the mall with no security or nothing. But I didn't even know who it was. I was like, I'm like, who is that? They started laughing, but I was dead ass. I didn't know who the picture was. I didn't know the baby. I'm like, damn, people don't know who he was. like, nobody's to me. Ain't nobody worried about him or that goddamn baby. Yes, like, girl. And that's my thing is too. This is my 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 bum of the my bum of the week is the baby mamas. If you fell into the trap of London baby mamas, you talking about Ebony? No, 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 no. I said all the baby mamas. If you do this, I was actually I yeah. told my mama this the other day. I I when I seen that some walking stuff, I told my mom, I said I said I'm so glad that after all the stuff that my mom, my dad, and my stepmom went through growing up, like with custody battles. Just some crazy stuff. My mama never took to Facebook, Instagram, and tried to blast my daddy or vice versa. My mama said she, but my mama was funny. My mama said, my mama was like, that never crossed my mind. My mama was like, I just went straight to the court <laughs> because, <laughs> but that's just like, I understand y'all frustration. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I said, these bitches know what the fuck they be doing. You knew who the nigga was before you sat up there and laid the fuck down with him. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I understand why y'all be mad, but y'all be knowing a lot of times, but y'all be ignoring them red flags until, it, until it's too damn late and you got a little carnita in your belly and you about to pop out a bubble guppy. And you want to talk about how he not being a good dad and doing this and this doing that, blah, blah. And don't come. And she, you know, you got all this. I'm, like go to the front of the court take all that stuff that you like summer should have took them text messages that screenshot to the front of the court and then that's when the real reconciliation would happen but instead Mm -hmm. you took to al gore's internet and trying to blast london on track that man don't give and that's another thing these men don't give a damn when y'all blast them on the internet they don't what are we gonna care the fans what are we gonna do literally what are we gonna do 
Both go in his comment section and say, fuck you, you deadbeat. Oh, well, he can just delete and block us. Next. Turn his phone off. Delete the app. Like, what, like, like for real, for like, what are we going to do? Go to the front of the court. How about you do that? You take that to judge and them, and then let them handle it and let them get all of that stuff taken care of. That's why I was just like, when she had all the material. But my thing is like, and a lot of times they be posting screenshots, evidence. I'll be like, so did you take this to the judge? Like, this is literally your evidence for your case. You could have started the whole case, got the money that you needed, got the protection order for your child, the custody order, whatever you needed to get. You could have did that. But instead, you waited on Instagram. The same amount of time you waited, to, you read, you you uploaded those that evidence and wrote that caption, you could have called the front of the court and let them know to set the court date and the damn time to go meet with a lawyer to get what you need to get done. So it's just like our priorities are so messed up. It's just like we and we do everything for the ground. We gonna we gonna do it for the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my bum of the week. The, the baby mamas, if you fell in that category, okay. don't don't get on don't get on here blasting these men because they don't care. They really don't care. They don't. Y'all be looking stupid because y'all know who y'all knew what the nigga was like, and that's what I I used to call him. I used to always call him, me. And, well, my friends would be trying to do that, and I swipe up like, bitch, delete that. Like, what what are you getting out of that? Thank like, you. Ooh, you a real one. My friend, she put on Facebook like, oh, he doesn't take showers, and I said, bitch, you got you you had a baby with him. <laughs> right. The first shower that he didn't take, bitch, you should have known that that wasn't what you wanted to do. But you wanted to be loved so bad and felt loved so bad and wanted to swear you had a nigga so bad. Now look at you, bitch, with a damn baby and a nigga that ain't taking no showers. I'm like, everybody gonna be laughing at your motherfucking ass now. They be incriminating themselves. Like, just be telling they own this. Like, this nigga got this, bitch, you got it too now. Exactly. Baby mama's boss up on the nigga. Like, who gives a fuck? Please. I was a single mama. My dad was there a little bit of my motherfucking life. Don't get me wrong, but when shit hit the fan, I always call my motherfucking mom. Mm-hmm. My dad don't. I ain't talked to my dad in two years. You don't know shit on what I got going on in my goddamn life. Nothing at all. So oh, like this boss up on the baby daddy is like, who gives a fuck? I get it. Y'all be hurt. Y'all be mad, but. Y'all can't be bitter for that long. And then, too, y'all pass that same resentment down to y'all children because y'all too busy paying this man and his stuff attention. You not pouring in love and the care and the need that you need into your child. Okay. They don't be getting they, that they either. They don't though. grow up and look at this shit on the internet. They That's what they don't get. These celebrities, they don't think that these kids going to grow up and look at this shit. That's why Kim, she don't want her daughter going live and talking to the fans and shit because that y'all know that these people gonna tell y'all kids the type foods that y'all eat. Okay, literally. So yeah, that concludes our show, y'all. So thank you, Milky, for coming on. I can't wait because you said you come on here a million one time. Yes, I would love to come back. Like this is my first. I think y'all try. Oh, no, wait, I mean, um, this is my second interview, but this is my first podcast interview. So okay, y'all so pop, 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 pop your Cherry. <laughs> um, I loved it. Thank y'all for having me. Um, I truly appreciate it. Thank you for reaching out to me. And I just want y'all to keep growing and doing y'all. And um, I just want to tell y'all consistency is the key. So just keep on consistently doing it, even though I know sometimes numbers be high, sometimes numbers be low. Still 
do it because one number is better than fucking zero. Mm-hmm. Period. So with that being said, I'm that's Kyron. And I am that boy day. Mel Key. <laughs> and I holla. I holla. See y'all. Not in the meeting. We because we got some stuff to talk about.